Welcome back to Plus Her, a Stepmom's Journeys podcast. I am your host, Anne Laurie Forbes, stepmom to two amazing boys. And on this podcast, I share my personal journey as well as the journey of other stepmoms to pass on lessons learned, tips, and any advice to all my fellow stepmamas out there. With every episode and every story shared, we aim to change the evil stepmom narrative. We want to get to know her, understand her, and appreciate her. Today we have a very special guest on the Plus Her podcast. I'm so excited to share her journey with you all, our fellow stepmamas. This is an extra special guest because one of my closest girlfriends who was a crucial part of my stepmom journey. So today I'd like to introduce you all to Colleen, wife and mother of three. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Way to make me cry off the bat. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) <laughs> yes, but I I think we should let your listeners know there's going to be a lot of tears in this. <laughs> this is going to be an emotional episode and we just mean so much to each other, especially on this journey on all the ups and downs. You were there for me yeah. every single step of the way, but we'll talk a little bit more about that. I believe the way that you helped me in my journey, this episode today is going to help a new stepmom who is just at the beginning of her journey on the podcast. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your journey with us. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay. So let's just dive right in. How did it all start when you first met your husband, your now husband? And yeah. Tell me a little bit about the beginning. So in the very beginning, we're going 11 years back. We've actually been together 11 years this month, nine years married. Um, Jason and I met by chance at a Christmas party. This is 2008. I had just graduated university and I was looking for something new in my life and was looking to move out west. Why west? I had family there. There was, it, I just wanted something different. I was living in Montreal. That's where I'm from. I had a friend who invited me to a Christmas party as his date, as a friendly date to a beautiful Christmas party. I said, you know, sure, no problem. I'm leaving in a couple of months. This is a great time to go out, see everyone and enjoy the holidays. And lo and behold, that was in or my husband's sister's company. She's very family oriented. She'd invited her brother who lived in Ottawa to come to Montreal for the Christmas party. I was there with my, my friend who was my date and we were having a great time and that's when or my husband made his move and he asked me to dance you know he made sure it was a friendly date and asked me to dance and we danced all night and we just had a good time we exchanged numbers and I just didn't think anything of it from there and he called we were just talking to each other night after night for hours on the phone and getting to know each other. And then he asked me out on a date and I said, yes. And it just kept snowballing. But in the back of our minds, we knew I had plans to leave. I had actually bought a ticket. About a month into our dating relationship, he asked me if I would consider changing the ticket, taking a chance, and would I come to Ottawa instead. He, he, he felt then, as, as did I, but he, he, he said he knew then, like, this was something special and this is what he wanted. He wanted to give it a chance. And I said, sure thing. I, I mean, I had nothing to lose. 
And 11 years later, it was obviously the right choice. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You, you guys dived right in, but you knew what you wanted. You know this was the yep. real deal. Um, and you I just, decided, you know what, let's give it a chance. Absolutely. I just knew he was different. I knew he was just like nobody I've ever met before. And he kind of checked all my boxes right off the bat. And I just felt I just had to give it a chance. So you guys were talking for a month and then that's when he asked you to move into. So when did he mention to you that he had children? Probably hour three of our first conversation. (laughs) I mean, he told me right off the bat. He told me he had two children, a boy and a girl. You know, they were the loves of his life. He, he didn't hide them. He had many photos on his social media of them. Um, very, very proud. They lived at that time long distance. They were in southern Ontario, southwestern Ontario, and he was in Ottawa. And he was making the commute as often as he could with his line of work. It's very up and down. So on his downtime, he would go out there, visit them. Or at times they would come and visit him in the summer or Christmas break or whatnot have you. It was uh, a little bit of an irregular schedule at that time, but he was always very vocal uh, about his children, about you know they were his first priority and how he wanted me to meet them and I would just love them. You know, he, it was never any for him that they would be separated. It was I love you so much. I think you're so awesome. I want you to meet my children. Like he just wanted us all to be together, so to speak. I love to hear that. And can we just take a moment to commend these men who are now our husbands? We first met them and we started talking and started dating. Like my husband too, at the, from the very beginning, as you know, he told me right yeah. away. Like part Absolutely. of our, yeah, first conversation is that he was a proud father. So yeah. right from the bat, I knew this was a package deal. If I was going to, you know, go into this, it was a package deal. It wasn't just my husband. It was going to be him and his two sons. So I just want to take yeah. a moment to commend these men because, um, you know, that just goes to show you how much their children and how much, you know, they value family and they, they know that, listen, I'm really interested in you. I can see a future with you, but yeah. it's going to have to be a family situation. And I commend and, my husband and your husband for, for and mine approaching as well. it that way. And, uh, and I, I felt like that, like I said, I mean, it was within our first conversation that he said that, and I, and I knew right off the bat I was dating him and his children in that I, it wasn't just his approval. His children had to approve of me too for this to actually go somewhere. I commend that approach. But if I am being honest, when my husband first told me he was a proud father, that did catch me off guard. Um, at that yeah. time, I was in my early 20s, and I, ha- I was never the girl who grew up yearning to be a mother. Um, Same. When my husband first told me, I did catch me off guard. And, you know, I had some questions. So tell me a little bit about your first thoughts, your initial thoughts when you found out that he had children. I'll put it into context. I was 25 and fresh out of university. My first thought was that, oh, that's nice. It didn't hit me because it wasn't it wasn't a reality I was used to. I, I didn't have friends who had kids. Um, I had friends, you know, that were in long term relationships. I had kids on the horizon, but nobody yet had children of their own. So it wasn't anything I could relate to or really gave a lot of thought into. I mean, I was just like, oh, that's nice. I love my niece and nephew, like you know, nephews <laughs> now, but it, like you know, it, 
I was immature. I was very young and I was immature mm-hmm. and very naive to the situation as to what it really meant. You know, at that up until that point, my experience had been like babysitting. I worked in a youth center. I had no clue what I was getting into, but I was excited. And I mean, he spoke so highly of them. I, I wasn't phased, but once again, very, very, very naive with nothing to base it off of. So it was just like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I love speaking to you because I can relate to the beginning of your story because it yeah. started for me, as you know, early 20s as well. Yeah. Um, earlier than 25 for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love speaking to you because you you get it like just you know yeah. similar to me I, I was very naive I'm like okay I had a little bit of fears and concern and some questions right. but at the same time I did not really know how much this role would entail and you know what it, I will say ignorance is a bliss you know we had no idea and it was just like sure that sounds fun let's do it <laughs> so tell me yes. about the first time you met them like and how was your first interaction honestly so it was about a year and a half the reason is unfortunately when and I got serious with our relationship there was some backlash from the other side um, the children's mother it was a very 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 stressful time and especially for my husband, because she chose to withhold the kids from him, even though she had no reason to disapprove of me on paper. It was a stressful time. So by then, my my excitement had not worn off, so to speak, but it was replaced with a lot of anxiety because I felt Mm -hmm. that they weren't going to meet me as, oh, this nice woman, you know, who wants to have fun with us or or, you know, play with us. There was there had been a year long negative message about me. And so, which is so unfortunate and so unfair. So our first meeting uh, was about a year and a half, and it was a little tense and a little awkward because the kids at the same time hadn't seen their dad in a year and a half. It was a lot of pressure on that first meeting. It was so much pressure on that first meeting, and it was so emotionally charged. And they were. really nice, really polite, but standoffish, as you can imagine. And, you know, at, at the same time, just wanted to be with their dad. And we're kind of like, okay, you can go. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and you know what? We can, we can laugh about it now, yeah. you know. But, you know, those moments, it, those moments are hard for us where it's like, yeah. we know that, you know, the children want time with their dad. Yeah. Hey, this is my man too, and you know I'm in this too. But you want me yes. to step aside, and that that can be hard as well. Yeah, they never ever uh, voiced it, and they were never um, mean to me. But you know, the situation was one that had a lot of stress and a lot of emotions, and they just wanted to spend time with dad, and 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 they didn't want the extra load of having to meet someone, the extra stress. Um, but we weathered through it. We, it was a two, they came and stayed with us for two weeks. And I would say after a couple of days, they got comfortable and they started to learn who I am and learn about me and, and, and me for them, you know, because at that point we just mostly spoke on the phone, like FaceTime wasn't a thing yet. Um, we got to know each other and in the greatest scheme of things, it, it went really well. Like as an outsider looking in, it went really well. But 
So on the inside, I think both sides were so emotionally charged with a lot of things. I think there was a lot of anxiety on both sides for the, for the two kids. And there was a lot of anxiety on my side as well. Sometimes I put myself in the children's place and I can definitely understand, you know, how they feel as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Coming in. How were you able to bond with them when they were so far away from you guys? It, it took a lot. It was a lot of, um, you know, trying to keep up with the, on the phone. We bought them cell phones. We, we were dealing with a lot of adult issues at the same time. So it was a very strenuous period with a lot of stress, but a lot of effort on our part. We're trying to keep up with them on the phone, Skyping. And we had a more regular schedule um, at that point where we were alternating Christmas and summer holidays, where they were spending three, three plus weeks with us in the summer and then two weeks at Christmas. That was going to be the schedule for the time being. It was a nice step forward in, in a direction. Um, at that time, after we got engaged, shortly, maybe at the two-year mark, so we then we were planning the wedding. So, you know, it was trying to keep them included as to the details of the wedding and building up excitement with that. Always uh, keeping myself a part of the conversation, but trying not to dominate it, trying to let my husband have that first, you know, time on the phone or let him be the leader of the conversation and then, you know, add myself because I wanted their bond to remain and mine to be the second. You know, I didn't want to force myself. That's a big challenge, not forcing yourself, but just maintaining that perfect balance. But you want to take a complete step back as, as well. You need to be intentional yeah. with, the, with the effort that you're putting into fostering that relationship with them. So I think that's, that's our default as a step parent. And we have to uh, work on, on getting over that or, or not allowing our insecurities to take us to that place. Mm-hmm. And that's a work in progress. I mean, I it make is. an effort to be very self-aware, like, okay, are you making this up in your head? Did something actually yeah. happen? There are children, they're, they're not being malicious in any way. Exactly. Or, you know, but I right. myself. No, you know what? And, and I still, I mean, I'm 11 years in, and I still say that to myself. You know, is this is this really happening or are you fabricating this or is this your anxiety talking? Is this that negative voice in your head? Um, and most often it is. <laughs> it is that negative voice that I have to learn to quiet. And it is getting quieter as I'm getting more comfortable and more confident. It's such a complex role and with a lot of e- emotions. It's a it's an yeah. emotional roller coaster, but um i i think that as long as we are intentional and putting in the effort and checking ourselves you know when we do need to be checked and you know yeah just being positive about it then we can definitely overcome those fears the self-doubt and all of that i want to go back to your christmas holidays you were saying that when the children were six hours away they used to come for christmas how did you maximize your time with the children when they would come to visit either for christmas or the summer my husband and i would have a schedule of activities that we wanted to do every day be it you know living here in ottawa we have so many amazing museums and the kids will tell you they've been to them all multiple times but we would go we would make a point of going to the museums or skating or something that was fun because i feel like you really bond when you're having fun and it's in and it's a good memory making you know and so we we had a schedule we had a plan we 
we did stuff together, the four of us, every day. Something fun, museums, skating, going to visit other families, having holiday dinners. We would visit my family. Um, just keeping us busy. Busy and together, not separate in, in, the, in the house, you know, one in the living room, one in the basement. No, every day out together, doing something fun, doing something physical, ending it with a fun meal, pizza, home cooked, whatever. But with the emphasis on the four of us doing something. I like that. So would you suggest to new stepmoms who may have a similar schedule with the, the children, they come once in a while to make sure when they, the children do come to make sure they have family-friendly activities planned? Yes, absolutely. I think that's such a huge icebreaker as well. You know, if you're going skating and nobody really knows how to skate, everybody's <laughs> fall, everyone's looking like Bambi on the ice, it makes for a good laugh, you know, and it gets you out of, out of your comfort zone. Swimming, skate, there's so many um, activities within the city that are so... Um, you know, affordable and that you could do over the Christmas holidays, the March break, the summer holidays, tap into where you live and try and make a schedule. And it, and it helps control my anxiety, having, knowing that every day we had an activity because it helped take away that, that downtime where I felt like I needed to fill the air with conversation, make something, or I felt like I had to uh, almost, I had to be on all the time for this mm -hmm. and, and entertaining. And doing an activity, it fills that space. It, it burns everybody's energy. You go home, you're all tired, you sleep well, you wake up, you laugh about the day before. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, so something I would like to know, because in my situation, um, my husband always had the children. And so yeah. I never experienced the in and out yeah. And so what I would like to know is the children come, you have this amazing time, you have all these family yeah. activities planned, you're bonding, everybody's laughing, and then they leave, yeah. right? Yeah. And they leave yeah. and they may leave and you may not see them for, let's say, another four months because they were so yeah. far away, right? And you yeah. have another four months. When they come back, is there a period of awkwardness where you almost have to rebond, almost like you have to start all over again? Tell me a little bit about yeah. that. Yes, uh, you nailed it. For me, and I will, I will say, if I was experiencing it, they were certainly experiencing it. I think everything I was experiencing, they were experiencing. Um, and yes, it did feel a, a little awkward or uncomfortable, um, or you don't know what to say, or you know, you're asking maybe the standard questions: How's school? How's your summer? How's your friend? You know, you're asking those kind of questions uh, every single time. Um, but I found. I almost have to say to myself, one or two days, and you're going to find your groove again. And sure enough, we always did. And with, with every passing year, it got easier and easier. And we would just fall back into a routine of fun. And they, at this point, they knew what to expect from me. I wasn't so new anymore. They knew, you know, what my likes, my dislikes, um, you know, what they could get away with, what they couldn't get away with, what my expectations were. And I learned what their expectations were of me in return. So I feel like we had a balance as more time went on. I think the message here for our other fellow stepmamas is it gets better with time. 100%, 120 million percent. It keeps getting better <laughs> with time. 
just like you're getting to know them, they're getting to know you and, and you're not on opposite sides, you're on the same side. I agree with that. When I look at my own journey, how I started, you know, nine years ago now, I believe. Yeah, nine yeah. years ago. But when I look yeah. at the interaction I had with the boys at the beginning and now every year we just, you know, it gets better and better. We get closer and, you know. Exactly and- how I felt. Yeah. We were, our bond grew stronger. And you know what? I matured. I was growing at the same time as them. <laughs> that, that is so true. <laughs> That is you know, so true. We're in our early 20s when we started. I was we're, we're in our 30s now. <laughs> yeah. I was in greatest scheme of things. I was a baby too. <laughs> you know, we, we grew up ahead of the game. But, you know, uh, we were growing together and maturing and bonding and building that connection together. I want to ask you something else right here. This is the perfect time. And I'm going to be recording another episode, actually, mm-hmm. about what not to say to stepmoms. Because I think yeah. that's, you know, there's a list of things that people have said to me throughout the years. And I'm sure you've heard them, too. Um, yeah. That have just, you know, hurt us, um, offended us and whatnot. And so I just wanted to ask you, like, as you're speaking of, you know, it got better year by year, you, you, got, you guys grew closer, you bonded. What yeah. do you say to those people who tell you you're not a real mother? When you took that time to bond with these children, you took them in as your own. What do you say to those people who say you're not a real mother? Well, I think, I think to, before I can answer that question, I need to give an update to my story, which is that we went from being the long distance family to all being together under the same roof. So um, seven years ago, um, my stepson first moved with us. He, he made the decision. Um, he was 11 going on 12. And he made the decision. He said, I, you know, I want to live with dad and you. And uh, we, we went through with the, with the process. So he came and he lived with us. He's been with us for the last seven years. By with us, I mean having gone from a long distance relationship or family to now being every day in the home. He's there day in, day out. So for someone to say, you're not a real mother, then I say, well, what am I? Right. Because I'm loving and nurturing, feeding and clothing this child you know I've been to every single my husband and I have been to every single parent teacher interview every single doctor's appointment you know we've been there with heartbreak or heartache or we've been there day in day out for that so to hear you're not a real mother I think one of the most hurtful things you could ever say to someone right Um, yeah because how would you define me Right? What is a real mother? Because what you, is a real mother? <laughs> you gave birth. Sure, that makes you a biological mother. But have you loved and supported your child? Have you been there physically and emotionally for your right. child? Like, I don't, that to me is also what makes a mother. Absolutely. And I think a step parent absolutely can. Uh, hold those qualities and be that for the children. I see it as a bonus that there's two women, you know, loving and caring and nurturing and providing. 
and that to me should be celebrated. Okay, let me go back to your story. So you said seven years ago, yes. your stepson came to live with you full time. And yes. so when did your stepdaughter come as well? Uh, four years ago. Okay. And so now so you have them full time. And how has the dynamic changed in the family now that you guys are together all the time? Like. I would say that um, that heartache and that loneliness, you know, when you have them visiting and you have the most amazing time ever making all these memories and laughter and bonding. And then you go from having them leave. It was it was horrible. And it was so heartbreaking and depressing for my husband and I. So now to have everybody under the roof. It's, it's amazing. It feels amazing and it feels complete. Actually, it, it feels complete now because we have a little boy that we've added to the family. Mm -hmm. So now it feels like we have the three kids under the roof. Everyone's where they're supposed to be. And it, you can go, go to bed at night knowing your children are safe and know exactly where they are. And it just it feels full. My heart feels full. I love to hear that. Um, my husband and I, we haven't decided to expand the family um, just yet, but I know that when we do, it's going to just feel like it's just a complete circle. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, going to it just does. feel like a complete circle. Someone who connects all of us together in, in you know, like a deeper it's, way. Exactly. And and that's what it is. It, it, you, you ensure that the, the bond is, to, it goes past your husband and you. Now these children have a sibling and these siblings are going to continue on the next generation and, and traditions that you've, you've shared with them. And it's just, it's just an amazing feeling. I can imagine. That's amazing. I've enjoyed, I guess you can say being a passenger in your journey. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed, yeah, I've enjoyed like seeing how your family has grown and, you know, bonded and, and, yeah. Yeah, and gotten so much closer. You know, I've enjoyed dinners with your family. Yeah. I've met the children and you guys are yes. such a beautiful family. I know Thank all you. the effort that you put in. I see how you're, you're trying to bond with them and what you've done over the years and not to take away anything from your husband at all, but I also know how you have helped improve his relationship with his children. Yes. It was a work in progress for us all, and I believe that was what was meant to be has, has become, which is that we're all together under the same roof and just flourishing. You know, the, the two older kids are just doing amazing. Uh, my stepson graduated high school with honors. He won an award. You know, my, my stepdaughter is also graduated. She received an award. Um, they're both working in restaurants, they have an amazing work ethic. They're just both doing so well. My parents, my husband and I are just so proud seeing your children succeed and then, you know, seeing them come home and love their little brother. There's no oh, better. That is so sweet. This beautiful, um, I don't want to say ending because your journey continues, but it's beautiful right. to see how far you, your family has come. Truly, it's, it, it's yeah. beautiful. No, this and like here. I said, we we grew up together, <laughs> you know, right. and we we grew, and the situation wasn't always ideal, and it wasn't always the best, and there was a lot of stress, but we all persevered, you know, we all pushed through. They could have at any time rejected me, but they didn't, you know, and um, we all put a hundred and. 
10% given that. And now we're reaping the rewards of that. And that it's a really good feeling. That's amazing. So yeah. tell me a most recent stepmom win because we talk about the hard days, but there are some beautiful moments. Oh, of course I'm crying again. <laughs> Just as I said, I didn't want to, but, um, one, I mean, gosh, every day feels like a win, you know, just seeing them play with their little brother and just actually fight over who gets to hold him or, <laughs> you know, that that just feels like a win right there. That, you know, they're those three, um, despite their age difference, are so bonded. But one win or moment was after my stepson had graduated high school. He was so proud. He very unexpected, well-deserved, but it was unexpected, had won an award. And we were all so proud of him. And he just came off the stage and he hugged everyone that was there when he gave me the biggest hug and oh. told me he, he couldn't have done it without me and without my support. And, you know, that just felt, oh, it just brings me chills. It felt like a real big win. You know, yeah. he just credited me and, and it was hard. It was hard going through high school and, and the homework and the tutoring and the long hours, you know, but he did it and, you know, he just gave me so much love and so much acknowledgement in that moment. And I just, I still, I, that moment still really, really gets me. That's amazing. You know, on our hard days, Try to yeah. remember the the wins. Um, Absolutely. Because we do have those precious moments with them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it makes such a difference. So I, on the days that, you know, it's, it's a little hard, I try yeah. to go back and remember the good times. So that is a beautiful one that you just shared with us. Thank you for sharing that. And, and there's so many um, other wins. Other, and those happen every day. There, there's a little win in there every single day. You just have to look for it. Well, can I just say that the little wins are big wins for us. The little moments make such a big difference. Just last week, I came home um, from a work trip. And as I walked through the door, you know, our youngest one, he smiled and ran to the door and said, hi, mommy. And I, girl, I could have started crying right there. Oh. <laughs> See, now you make me think of another one. Um, I could have started crying right there. Just, you know, I, yeah, okay, I was yeah. gone for two days for work and I come home and just the excitement that he had seeing me walk through that door. That's, that's my most recent one. But like you said, there's a little bit every single day. Yeah. Share with me another one. You said that. Okay. That another, one. another one. <laughs> Not to it was Mother's Day had come and gone and the kids, older kids, and my husband, they'd got me flowers and a card and candies. And it was a little unexpected because I was out of town for Mother's Day and I had just got back. My husband was still out of town and I had just got back with the baby and the older two were home. I was a little bit late in the day. I didn't expect anything just because we hadn't been together that weekend. And, but they had flowers and everything for me and it was absolutely beautiful. And to me, that was Mother's Day and it was a great day. Days later, and they gave me... Uh, a mug that said um, mom game strong they said you know what we were um, in chapters indigo and we saw this and we just wanted to give this to you you know because we really appreciate you and everything you do for us and I was just like wow like you guys just thought of me out of the blue just like that a little gift to recognize me and god I bawled my eyes out <laughs> and I still use that <laughs> mug and it's my favorite mug
you have amazing children. Like I, I do. Like I said, I, we do. Met we, we are yeah. so blessed. Absolutely. We're blessed to have um, these children and we're blessed that God chose us to step into their lives as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything that is meant to be will be. And you just got to wait on the time. It doesn't always make sense in the moment and it's frustrating and you just want to give up or you feel you're not worthy or yeah, absolutely. Meant to be and it's going to be and it's going to fall into place just the way that it's supposed to. I agree. I agree with that a thousand percent. What do you wish you knew when you first started your step parenting journey? I wish that I knew that it was going to get uh, better. I also wish that I knew a lot of it was my own anxiety and my own negative voice and that I could turn that on. And it, I could turn that off, and if I turned it off, I would really live in the moment and enjoy the moment, and that moment would give me the confidence to keep building on. Just, it's going to get better, and it does get better, and it gets so much better. Thank you for that. Thank you for that reminder. Okay, what has becoming a stepmom taught you about yourself, besides the anxiety? (laughs) (laughs) That I'm anxious. Um, No, I already knew that. Um, that I'm a lot stronger than I think I am. I, I have to give myself credit sometimes that I'm a lot stronger than I think I am. I have more patience than I think I do. And I have more bandwidth than than I think I do that able to take on in and do more. And if I, you know, my biggest hurdle is myself, it's my anxiety. But if I could get through that, I could do great things. And great things will happen to me. You know, great things will also come my way. Yes, girl. Yes, you can. And your children know that. Mom came strong, so they know that. (laughs) Okay, in your opinion, what can husbands do to help their wives navigate this role? Be supportive. Be very, very supportive. Listen to every ridiculous fear, insecurity statement she may have. Um, Validate them all, whether you feel that way or not. Just validate her feelings. Listen to her, uh, support her, and if she needs a timeout, don't make it a big deal. Take the kids, go for a walk, or if she wants to excuse herself for a moment, you know, don't don't make it into a deal. Just very casual. Uh, a lot of checking in, how's she doing? Just as you would check in with the kids, how they doing? How's she doing? And don't take for granted that she's an adult. You know, she still has emotions, feelings, and stress, and uh, don't dismiss that. And also take time for the relationship away from the kids. Make her feel special too, a date or or whatnot. And uh, I would I would say a lot of uh, just a lot of support, a support in however she may need it. Yes, that's very important. Support is very very important. What would be one piece of advice you would give a new stepmom? And I know there's so much based on our journeys that we can you know, advice that we can give our fellow stepmamas, but what is one that I guess stands out the most that you would give to a fellow stepmom? If she's now become a stepmom, that means her and her spouse have dated. He thinks she's good for his kids. You know, he he wants her to be a wife. He wants her to be in his kid's life. Know that it's because you are, you are good enough. Mm, Yeah. You've already got the green light. You've already been approved. So know that you're good enough. And he's choosing you to bring something to his children or, uh, you know, to help his children grow. You're an asset. You're part of the team. You're being, you know, included. Uh, To not forget that. 
you know, the question was advice you would give to new stepmoms, but it's not just for new stepmoms because that right there, what you just said was a reminder for me, something that, um, something that I needed to hear because yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm not enough. You know, sometimes am I doing enough? Am I um, capable to give, you know, these beautiful boys what the love that they deserve, the love that they need or whatever they need? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm not enough. So funny that the question said advice for new stepmoms, but that right there that you just said, you just gave me a reminder. So thank you for that. I oh, boy. All tears. <laughs> We cannot get through this episode, but I hope that you fellow stepmamas are taking something from this. There's so much yes. tips that Colleen shared with us, advice, and I hope that this helps somebody out there. I knew this was going to be an emotional episode. I know that what we spoke about is definitely going to help somebody out there. So the last question I have for you is what can we do to change the evil stepmom narrative? And that is my whole mission with Plus Her. A yeah. Stepmom Journeys podcast is to change that narrative. I think that the narrative makes it hard for us. Yeah. And um, it's part of the reason why I never wanted to be referred to as a stepmom um, as well, because I don't want to be seen, you know, like an evil stepmom. It's right. also part of the reason that sometimes I have some guilt when I want to have time to myself and I want to, you know, take a step back and just have some alone time. I feel guilty. Am I seen as, you know, a cold, distant, evil stepmom? So, it's it's a lot. It affects our journey a lot. And so my last question for you is, what can we do to change that evil stepmom narrative? Well, I think it, you're doing it, right? Podcasts like this, blogs, women supporting women, removing the stigma um, that a step-parent is a bad parent, a step-parent is a great parent. It's an extra set of hands. It's an extra person loving on your, you know, your child or your children. You have to trust that the other parent, uh, be the, the father or the mother, is choosing this person because they feel that this person is going to benefit their kids or is an asset to their kids or can offer their kids something. This is another positive person in your children's lives. And we, we have to, to recognize it as a positive instead of a negative, because there's nothing negative about being a step-parent. It's someone else coming in who is doing the, the parenting job when you're not there. And that, to me, is it's an incredibly strong uh, strong person, because it's not an easy task. But you have to have faith that they're doing the best, that they love your child, um, you know, just as you would, and they are going to do for your child just as you would. So it's an extra set of hands. It's an extra heart. It's an extra person just loving on your kids and removing the stigma, having support groups like this, because, you know, you and I bonded because we had no one. We literally didn't know anyone else in our situation <laughs> 20 something years old. And that's, you know, and we connected on it by chance. It wasn't something I walked around saying. Right. Was something you walked around saying it was through conversation that we we had this mutual journey that we were both going on and the truth matters there's so many more women out there who need support or you know need someone to talk to and they're going around feeling anxious or nervous so i feel having more open conversation about step parenting and including it as a part of parenting right a step parent isn't uh, a sub 
or a, a second class. It's, they're right up there with you, uh, with the mom and the dad, and treat them that way, that this is an, an extra parent, and it's a good thing. No, I agree with that. And um, as you said, when we, when we started our journeys, we only had each other. You know, you've mentioned that it's good to have uh, a community of people that, yeah, you can speak to about this and they, they would understand. So, you know, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for being that person for me. Um, thank you for being um, that person I could, I could talk to about this um, because first started, like, you know, I, I had nobody else and I felt oftentimes if I would speak about, you know, the ups and the downs, oftentimes I felt judged and even my closest girlfriends, as much as they tried to understand, um, they just could not relate to my story. And, but I had you in my corner and every time I was going through you know the hard parts i would call you i would text you yeah. you'd always be there for me and that that meant the world to me that means the world to me because you really were um a crucial part in helping me gain confidence in this role in helping me bond with the boys like you helped me so much and i don't know if you really understand how much you helped me. So I just want to thank you for being that person for me that I could go to and speak to. You never judged me. You always listen. I cried many times. We laughed many times. We talked it out. You really helped me along my journey. And with this podcast, I hope that I'm able to pay it forward for somebody else, right? Somebody else who's starting out who may feel like they don't have anyone to speak to. I want them to hear the different stories of the stepmoms I'm going to have on like yourself and feel, wow, I can relate to her or wow, she, yeah, she gets it. That's how I feel as well. And hopefully I can create a community of stepmoms where we can just all rely on each other for the hard times. But I just want to take the time to um, thank you for being that person for me. And Uh, thank you for sharing the story with us. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I want to say it right back to you because, you know, the truth of the matter is everything I was saying to you in in your journey, I needed to hear for myself too. So, you know, we were kind of pep talking each other. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, You know, through it, through it all, you know, and look at us now, you know, we're both married, you know, in successful relationships, you know, loving children that are just, you know, the sky's the limit for them. (laughs) I I don't know that we ever would have seen ourselves here uh no 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 not at the beginning not when we started (laughs) not when we started but we are living proof of how good it can get thank you for sharing your story because i know that a fellow stepmama needed to hear what and i hope that it helps her feel like she's not alone yeah this is an amazing thing you're doing this is an amazing thing thank you so much If you're enjoying this podcast and have not already done so, please be sure to rate it and subscribe for more. And if you enjoyed today's episode, why not leave a review? Listen, I would love to continue this conversation with you. So connect with us at PlusHer on Instagram and Twitter. Upload a picture of this episode and tag us. Hashtag PlusHerPodcast. And for those of you who are shy, shoot me an email. Hello at PlusHer.ca. Tell me, what resonated with you the most from today's episode? What struck a chord? 
Last but not least, I want you to remember to share this episode with a stepmama who needs it. Share it with a friend. Remember, sharing is caring. Until next time, hugs and kisses.